this podcast. I have bad words because my daddy says words like shit, damn it, and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Hey there, listeners. Before we get to the theme song, I wanted to give you a couple of heads up. One, this episode contains discussion around the Easter holiday, and there are definitely aspects of that that are for parents only, so use discretion when listening. Two, we talk about an ongoing controversy surrounding the YouTube channel Daddy of Five. Um, The controversy includes allegations of potential child abuse. Um, As parents, and as people in general, but especially as parents, it's easy to get upset and outraged when that topic comes up. We provide a pretty high-level summary of what's going on, um, there are channels out there that are doing stories covering the, the different allegations of, of abuse. There are apologies and explanations from the owner slash parents of that channel. Um, needless to say, you know, we, we urge you guys to stay as objective as possible. Um, be as informed as possible because remember there are always three sides to the story. You know, the, he said, they said, and then truth that's somewhere in the middle so, I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get to the theme song, and thanks so much for listening. Hello and welcome to the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. Feeling good, go on. Uh, just Joe. <laughs> and I am the non-dad, John. Um, so this episode... <laughs> we're off um, to a blazing... This yeah, is so amazing. This is great. The energy... We're starting high here, guys, and it's only downhill. Um, <laughs> I should have said we were starting low and it's all downhill from here. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it works. Whatever. Uh, so of course this this week we'll we will have our usual uh, segments of ask the dads dad jokes and things to check out, but we will also be talking about a little Easter follow up here and uh, talk about some Easter shenanigans and then we're gonna move into some YouTube controversy. Um, when is content expo- exploitative for your children or worse? Yeah, yeah, and, and just uh, kind of YouTube in general as well. Cool. All right, so we'll get to that. But first, we're going to catch up with the dads. And already over to my left, you heard the man that spent 30 minutes earlier today trying to convince me that the word X-ray started with the letter E. It's gone. <laughs> I totally, I, I was totally expecting some sort of like masturbation joke. Wow. Uh, I just, I just gave I'm you trying fuel. to clean this. What are you doing? <laughs> this is a family podcast, sir. Speaking it's of it's going downhill. Families, it's not family friendly. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Speaking of family friendly, so I've, I've told. So we sold Ellie's crib last night, or last night being Friday night, uh, which is awesome because we've been trying to sell it for months now. And the people that came, tell was, me about it. Yeah, no, that's I've, half I've, your Facebook. Feed. I know. No. The other part is like, <laughs> the other part. The other half is you being angry about how people park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very true. Um, <laughs> follow me at Gialdaco. <laughs> Send me a friend request. I'm sure it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it's like, so the, the people that came was like this mom and this, this lady that just had a kid, like on Monday had a C-section and she's out like buying a crib cause they didn't have one. Whoa. Oh wow. Yeah. Man. That's like good on her. Yeah, but it's like, good. so I told her about it and I'm like, and my mom and Teresa was like, well, be sure to tell her that like, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's, there's, it's colorful language. In fact, our, our podcast starts out with my kids saying shit and damn it. 
And so that's like the third or fourth person now that I've told this in like a two day span. It's like, yeah, our, our, our podcast. I mean, I'm spreading the word. Yeah, I'm not spreading the gospel of detox, but it's <laughs> I wouldn't put it like that. But all right, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just like yeah, just telling people it's like yeah, we say shit and damn it. There's no cleaning this up when a four year old no, no, is on this. No, well, just because you have a right doesn't mean you should constantly exercise it. That's all I'm saying. That is true. Okay, well, we'll, we'll try to to keep this clean so I can click the clean box instead of the explicit box. Okay, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll not see gonna go over well. So anyway, long. so yeah, so um, a couple weekends ago we had. Uh, we did a garage sale. My, my dad had a garage sale. So um, before the whole this whole YouTube controversy blew up, I was going to talk about like sentimentality and holding on to things. And like, you know, when, when your kid has blankets or clothes or toys or whatever that mean a lot to you, it's like, how, when do you let that go? Um, but we ended up selling like quite a bit of stuff. Like we sold a lot of our old, like kind of baby toys and, and early toddler toys. And I realized like, there was a couple of times where we sold something and I was just really sad about it. Like there's lots of memories in it. But then I realized it's like we can take that money and pay off credit cards or buy Ellie more stuff or whatever. Um, <laughs> Glad to see you learned a lesson. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like more concentrated toys, like like the the like a, the, a new Build a Bear pony or something that for like My Little Pony or whatever, um, or clothes or whatever she needs, or we can get around the house or something. Sure. Um, so we did that, but it's anything like, you want to keep yeah. cool. We uh, <laughs> it's a Tommy Boy reference, everybody. We I, so all these sells every once in a while, like in the summers, all they will sell um, umbrellas. Like they and they, this year they sold a nine foot umbrella. So I got it out with a, a umbrella stand. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. Like for Saturday and Sunday, I'm and it's a garage sale on Easter Sunday. Yeah. Um, my yeah. my wife actually said she went. Uh, are they really doing the garage sale on Easter Sunday? I went. Yeah. She went. Okay. Yeah, Are people actually, coming? Yeah, there's actually quite a few people. You'd be surprised. So hot. Um, Take that. But yeah, I so I <laughs> thought I'd be good under the umbrella, but no, I got so sunburned. It was like it was crazy. Like my arms are just now starting to to not be red, and they're still sensitive. Like I got really sunburned, but then I sat out in the sun for better part of like twelve hours that day. You did look like Doctor Zoidberg for a while. You didn't even see me that week. Nope, but I can imagine. <laughs> um, I just wanted to work a Futurama reference into this podcast. But it's like it's just it's just funny. Like when you're so my mom like my mom lives with us, and as Ellie outgrows stuff, she's been boxing up clothes, and we didn't re- like when you get it all out, you realize just how many clothes that you get your kid, especially when you go to secondhand stores like Kid to Kid or thrift stores or whatever, and you can get stuff for fifty cents, a quarter, a dollar, or whatever, and it's like all of a sudden, I mean, we have. Like the two T, we had two full boxes, a box and a half of three T. Like it's just a ton of stuff. And then I think now this is my obsession. Make fun of me. I know that John's probably going to, but uh, we had between sizes five and eight, we had fifty eight pairs of shoes. That's crazy. I don't blame you. Though. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting. But it's you know it's like when you go to kid to kid and you get a, a pair of sandals for two bucks or whatever. And yeah. it's like, oh, hey, you can coordinate because it's like, I want my kid to look cute. And it's like brown shoes that go with the brown outfit. It's, sure. all, it's all good. <laughs> I feel you. All those um, brown outfits. Yeah. So basically, we've just been Kalan <laughs> hating on her Johnny. <laughs> hey, it just covers up the poop. She's wearing his brown pants instead of his red pants. Um, Deadpool reference there. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's, it's really <laughs> look interesting. Look at us with the references. It's a. Uh, We're off to a flying start. It's just interesting, like selling stuff and then realizing, like, the stuff that Ellie doesn't want to get rid of and the stuff that Teresa doesn't want to. And it's it's very rare that I'm like, I don't want to set anything aside. And then something gets sold and I'm like, well, oh, crap, I actually missed that. So sentimentality might be cool to, to talk about like the things that we held on to at some point in time in another episode. Um, 
but it's yeah, it's it's just been a, it's been an interesting week, like doing that and then recovering from the sunburn and then prepping for another garage sale in June because we still have that many clothes to sell. Wow. Yeah. Anything else going? No, I've talked enough. Well, thank you for the update, sir. It's time to catch up with the other dad, the one to my right, which you've already heard. The man that plans on fathering five more children and building a seventh one so he can start his own Justice League. It's Joe. (laughs) Wonder Twin Powers, activate. Oh, wait, I don't have a twin. That's Justice Friends. No, that's Super Friends. Oh, dang it. Boom! You just got justiced. I did. I did. (laughs) How I Met Your Mother reference? Ish. Ish? That doesn't count. (laughs) Well, he didn't say lawyered, but he basically... How I Met Your Mother-ish? Another another so one in our bonus content of TV Gone Bad that we should have talked about, but we did not. Oh, Last season much, oh God, yeah. that show. Anyway, carry on. So, uh, I'm not oh, up to much. Um, I will say that uh, today... So, this weekend, my wife is actually out of town, and I am uh, just going it alone with my daughter, but I got an idea from my wife. Uh, I'm a big fan of American Ninja Warrior, those type of shows. And I saw that a dad built his daughter a obstacle course that was light. It was like a mini Ninja Warrior course. And I thought that was awesome and badass. But that's a an intense project because he did like the actual obstacles from the show, but just like miniaturized. Yeah, it's really cool. So I was like, it's I really can't cool. do that. But it's awesome. But then before my wife went out of town, she sent me this video of this dad who created an obstacle course for his toddler that was just stuff that was like around the house and around the garage. And I went, well, I could do that. So I set that up for my daughter and we spent an hour on it. It was great. We had like, uh, uh, she has like this little slide where it's got like a little mini rock climbing wall and it slides down and it went into this like empty waiting pool and she climbed out of that and I put like four uh, patio chairs and she had to climb up and like climb across. Then she had to jump down into a box and then like climb up another little mini slide, run down, run across this uh this little mat and then like pick up a bouncy ball and throw it into a pot. But instead of throwing it in, she like ran up and like threw it into it, like slam dunk style. (laughs) And so it was awesome. And then she found like, she enjoyed going through the whole course multiple times. And then she would move different obstacles out of the way and just do her favorite obstacle over and over and over again. But it was great because it wore out and she went to bed early tonight. So I, I say that that's a win. (laughs) It's a win on all fronts. Yeah. So that's all I'm up to. That's awesome, man. Well, um, I'll just quickly tell you guys what I've been up to. Um, guys, we don't have the responsibility of being a husband or a father. Uh, your impulses are unchecked, and you end up with four blood bull teams. So, wow. painting up the humans right now, and the lizards are, or lizard men are waiting in the wings. Uh, nice. And I, I have a problem. I like that for, I think, three episodes running now, you've updated us on the Blood Bowl teams. Yeah, my, my I'm pretty <laughs> excited about it. Like, this is my, the highlight of my podcast, of my, the episode for me. Well, that's, well, thank you, thank you. Um, and, I did also a couple things. Um, I actually have some dad news I want to share with you guys. Oh, that yeah. makes it sound like, sound like I'm about to become a dad. But I'm I know, not, I was like, I'm whoa. Not, no, no, no. Um, but I did want to point out, if you guys uh, listening have not heard episode seven it's the one where we talk about sort of uh television habits and then we go into a long conversation about the netflix uh series iron fist which if you don't watch or don't care about that don't don't worry about that but you should download that episode and listen to it just because uh mike reynolds who we've talked about before he's been a friend of the podcast since the beginning everyday girl dad on facebook he shared uh, a really really i thought touching dad story that had a very it was about a very sweet moment that he shared yep. um with with one of his daughters in particular but sort of more broadly with both and uh it was just i thought it was a really cool dad story I agree. so yeah if you haven't heard it you should check it out 
out and, and thanks Mike for sharing that. I meant to, yes, thank to you. talk about that last episode. You know, we just got caught up and I, I forgot, but also speaking of last episode, if you guys have not heard it, um, we didn't, we we're, I guess, lucky enough to have, um, one of my longtime friends, Jonathan Crow, come on and talk about um, his experiences as being the dad of, of a son that has autism. And he was just really honest. And I know we really appreciated his candor on that. We, we touched some subjects that I think for a lot of people are difficult to talk about or difficult yeah. to listen to. But for some parents out there, uh, they face they face situations like this. And it, it was very interesting. But I think, Joe, you actually even called this part of it out on the episode, which is what I wanted to specifically mention, is I, I think a great takeaway for every dad from Jonathan's whole story is, is just to make sure that you take time to celebrate the victories in your child's life or in, in your journey as a dad. And that doesn't mean like you don't have to overly, overly praise your kid or overly right. celebrate everything or make everything a big deal. But, but I would just encourage you to take time for a, even if it's just a small internal moment to realize how uh, blessed you are, how lucky you are, or, or just um, how awesome it is when those those little moments happen and uh, i thought that was a great takeaway from jonathan's story also 100%. well and it's one of the, one of the things and actually and i hope my dad doesn't mind calling him out because we had a really good conversation around it so one of the things that he voiced because he, he's a regular listener and he kind of voiced concern that it was such a an important and serious topic because it's something that affects a lot of parents that Reverence—I don't know if that's the right word. Like we didn't give it the like the reverence that we should have, yeah. and so I, I definitely think that that's a valid point to like talk about because it, it is something. And the way that we do our podcast is very—it's kind of loose. We we die, we we kind of go on, you know, um, we kind of go off tangents and then we digress. Oh. And we always we do a pretty good job, I think, uh, of coming back. And and I understand that some parents, especially parents that are listening to that and, and looking for insight, you know, especially if if they're close to their wits end or something and they're really struggling with that challenge, you know, it's like, I understand that. And, and I think being any more serious about it, I think isn't necessarily who Jonathan is and it's not who we are. And like, we definitely understand that that it is a reality, a very sometimes stark reality for some parents. And so we, we definitely meant no disrespect to it. We meant nothing, in no way to take it. I mean, not making, yeah. Blanche releasing a formal statement. Yeah, but it's just, it's, it's when you listen to us, like when, regardless of the subject to talk about, there's always going to be humor in it. We're always yeah. going to, you know, poke fun at each other, whatever. But it's like, I, I know that there are people that might listen to that and think that why didn't they not, not listening to our other catalog and not realize that that's kind of, and they're probably not listening to this episode, but in case that was a concern, it's like, you know, we realized this, the, Brevity. I'm using big words that I shouldn't use because I'm have I feel had like a few brevity years. Brevity is good. Yeah, but it's, it's just right. that we understand that, that that's a topic that's important to a lot of people. Um, it's important to us, especially that that was an eye opening conversation. So again, yeah. a million thanks to to Jonathan for coming on and, and opening my eyes to that world and my understanding of it. Absolutely. Um, he he submitted some dad jokes today, so yeah. we'll hear from him a little bit later, and uh, of yeah. course we'll have him back. Yeah. And uh, we're interested to talk to dads that have you know, just different, um, unique perspectives on fatherhood. And they've, yes. you know, we, we want to hear yeah. uh, about everyone's unique journey. So that's one of the really fun things that, that we've done so far on this podcast and we'll continue to do. Yep. Guys, real quick, before we get on to talking about Easter, I wanted to share this news story with you guys. Um, apparently this father went to the Billy Madison school of fathering. Oh God. Um, 
<clears throat> no, actually, I think at the end of this, I think we'll be able to give them an official detox podcast salute. This uh, story appears on ABC7.com. It appeared Friday, April 21st. 2017 dad pretends to pee himself to make daughter feel better about accident at school a utah dad came to the rescue when his daughter had an accident at school by pretending to pee his pants to make her feel better for the past few years ben and i'm ben i'm probably gonna mispronounce this last name ben uh sowards and his wife have been raising seven children he tried to get on their he tries to get on their level your very first foundational principle has to be your uh has to be you love your children unconditionally he said but last week he went a step further for his six-year-old daughter valerie he said he and his wife received a call that she'd had an accident at school she was heartbroken and so my heart just kind of melted he said Sowards couldn't let his daughter feel all alone so he made a slight change to his outfit by splashing water on his pants his daughter lucinda which is one of their older daughters retweeted out the photo of her dad with a wet stain on his pants the tweet ended up going far beyond just her friends it has more than sixty-three thousand retweets and two hundred and fifty thousand likes and another story i read on this talks about how he he did this before he walked into the office at the school to get it uh, to get her, and when he he saw her, he asked if he could borrow her backpack because he had an accident and it made his his daughter laugh. And uh, <laughs> they just had like a it, what was a was a difficult situation for her, a traumatic situation sure. for her. It diffused it and, and made her you know feel like she wasn't so alone. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, being pants is your cool, and I'm Miles Davis. Exactly, the thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that's, I just I thought that's that was a really awesome story. I like that. No, yeah, I like that. And that's I think that's, that's just that's the 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 that's where dads will go. Like we don't you know to make our kids more comfortable, and it's just one of those small ways that dads are heroes or parents anyway are heroes. That it's like we don't care. It's like I have no shame. I would I would totally do that for Ellie, but I probably yeah. wouldn't think of it because I'm not that clever. <laughs> Agreed, Galan is right. not that clever. Uh, but anyway, so so Ben, we give you an official detox podcast dad salute, yeah. and uh, yeah, I don't know, do do or something. If I had a gazoo, I'd play it totally. A gazoo, good. yeah, yeah. I like that. That's with a G. That's what, <laughs> well, he is Galan, so it has to be a gazoo. Oh, it's cousin. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, guys, we're gonna be back to just <laughs> uh, follow up with the dads after yet another traumatic holiday, Easter, and uh, we'll go on from there to talk about some YouTube dad drama and as well as other things. So Sounds we'll good. Be there. Before we get to our promos, Joe's neighbor from down the street, Jake, came over prior to us starting to record and shared a dad story with us. So we wanted to share that with you guys here. So hope you enjoy. One of my proudest moments as a dad was actually this Christmas. My oldest daughter, she is nine, she gave me a book that is titled What I Love About Dad. And I, uh, you know, it really was a proud moment, uh, not because I got a gift or anything like that, more because it was a gift reflecting on what she, uh, what she has learned from myself and my wife. Um, a couple little uh, points that I tagged here. Um, one of the things is, thanks for encouraging me to work hard. Um, a couple more that I have were, I love how, uh, how he tells me he loves me every day. And one more was, I love how you never give up. And then the final one is, I know that you will never give this book up. So, you know, basically all those things together made me really proud because it showed, you know, 
I instill in her every day how you know hard work is really important having you know a good work ethic is what's going to get you by and it's what's going to make you successful and then she knows that you know I love her more than anything and that's that's what to me being the dad is all about is showing her that you know I love her and that I'm here for her whatever she needs and you know that's that's my proudest dad moment. Hey, this is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. Come check out our podcast, Nerds with Words. Adam and I talk about pop culture, comedy, comic books, movies, conspiracies. We're both comedians and we might make you laugh. Every week we welcome a guest from the entire spectrum of pop culture and science and comedy. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerds with Words 1. Little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest, no. scooping up. No? No, you have to go, I like that song. here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail, hippity-hoppity Easter's on its way, wait, wait, bringing every girl and boy, baskets full of Easter joy, hippity-hoppity happy Easter day. That's Sylvie's favorite song right now. Cue the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Episode's done. No, so. I feel bad that I didn't have a rabbit song on deck after that. That was uh, nice. Yeah, I can't think of another one. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, John. That was it. That's all right. I didn't mean to cut off little bunny foo foo. No, that's, that's a okay. classic. Yeah, but I, that, that is. I love to bop Ellie on the head. <laughs> <laughs> if you, so, so Easter. You know, it, it, it's a it's an interesting time of the year because you have a bunch of different things. It's either March or it's April. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like it's getting later and later. Then it next year it'll be in May, probably. And then you know it's going to be right next to Christmas. They're just going to put all the religious holidays that have been like subverted in next to each other. They'll just have they'll have Easter, Christmas, and then they'll actually randomly throw in Ramadan. Just, yeah, just to throw people it's, off. Oh, I was going to make an offensive joke. Dude, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is why John's on the show. Back on topic. <laughs> So that's probably for the best. So yeah, so Easter's really interesting. Like Ellie, so ever since if we've been doing Easter, like we celebrate Easter with the Easter Bunny and everything. And the first, like when Ellie was two, we moved into the current house we live in. Like we did Easter eggs and everything. We had her over. We took pictures and all this stuff. But she didn't understand that Easter stopped. Like when Easter was done. So and what would happen is my mom, when Ellie was taking her nap, my mom would go out and hide eggs again. Wait, what? How many days did this go on? For the first year, like when that year, it went on for like a month afterwards. <gasps> I mean, oh my God. We're just like, whatever. She's keeping her busy. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Easter bunny is now the sneaky bunny because like we'd be like, oh, that bunny's so sneaky. He extended well beyond Easter. Yeah. <laughs> and so it turned into like this email like, oh, let me text the Easter bunny and see if he can if he can sneak around. Easter and bunny doesn't have posable thumbs. And eventually it got to the point like I think my mom was so beaten that she would just like throw the eggs like from the porch. <laughs> Just like not put anything in them, just throw them out. So she just they... leaves them in a basket by this step. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> you know, so it's like we, essentially we, it, it, for us, Easter is kind of like uh, it's like like we don't take we don't take Ellie to any of the public Easter. Just icons. do Elf on a Shelf like all year long. <laughs> no. No, no. We actually don't do Elf on a Shelf. God, that shit no. creeps me out. Um, it doesn't creep me out. I just think it's annoying. But like, like <laughs> Easter to us is as I say, treat, check back in with me in a couple of years to see if I've still not done it. It's like March and they're still trick or treating over at Glon's house. <laughs> There's enough candy there. God bless my wife. Um, but anyway, Sorry. so so Easter to us is like we don't take her out and do anything. We do a, an Easter egg hunt for her in our backyard. We have a pretty good sized backyard with plenty of trees and everything. Um, but we you know we kind of do an Easter meal with ham and, and stuff like that, and we have basically like our 
our family over, the people that we consider family. Um, this year, John was actually, we, we had John and, and his brother over, which was really cool. Um, and, you and know. Plus, thank you guys. Yep. And so Fi- would they finally consider us family, so that's cool. <laughs> no, when, when, I ask, when I ask Ellie who's her family, she'll say, Mommy, Daddy, and Ga. And I'm like, who else? And she says, Aunt Jasmine and Uncle John. That's awesome. And then that when we say, really who cool. else? Then, you know, of course, it goes on the grand. The, the other Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. No. Other aunts and uncles. But it's like, those are the people that she interfaces with the most. And so it's. Um, it's really interesting. Actually, she doesn't interface with my, my sister-in-law except for once a year, but it's just she comes for a week, so it's a major thing for her. Um, but she still does the Easter money. And so actually what's funny is the, the night before Easter, I was actually going to call John. I tried to call John. Like I reprogrammed into my phone as the Easter bunny. Lost the old <laughs> picture I had of him. And like, cause like I put the Easter money picture because I was going to have John call and basically do like a meat wad kind of voice and, and pretend to be the Easter bunny. <laughs> The Easter Bunny. Aquatine <laughs> Hunger Force reference. Right. Yeah. And so, because it's like, I'd be interesting to be like, hey, you know, you know, I was going to have a conversation with you and say, say something along those lines, be creative, make it short. Cause, and that's one of the things we do with, with one of the cool things that's like, and I know we, we've been plugging our Patreon because we're doing bonus stuff, but it's one of the coolest things that I think that we offer on there is that like, we'll call and do that. Sure. Just to extend that holiday spirit. Um, we will help keep your lies alive with your yes. children. <laughs> Indeed, you just have to pay us first. Yeah, yeah. for money. But we'll, yeah. we'll do that for every holiday, like or something. We'll I don't be, know. For we'll every be holiday. We'll, if you want us to call as a leprechaun for Saint, <laughs> we will do it. We will also be the Great Pumpkin if your kid believes in that for if Halloween. You want that. Yeah, they don't know our voices. Let's fool them. Um, <laughs> but so th- this was this was we'll be Uncle that, Sam for Fourth of July. So this was really <laughs> <It's> cool. <creepy. laughs> yeah. I want you. Um, July fireworks. So this year, actually, I gave um, like the Easter Bunny gave. We should probably put a disclaimer on this, and it's like, oh, don't listen to this with your kids. We're pulling back the holiday spirit, like oh. Christmas. Yes, if they did not listen to our profanity warning at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> yeah, don't listen to this with your kids. Right. Yeah. So it's the Easter Bunny brought Ellie a little mini guitar, like so, like Fender, which is of course pretty much everyone, even if you're not a guitarist, knows. I know Fender. who Fender is. And Fender has a lesser brand, like a lower brand, like a import brand called Squire. And they put out three-quarter size guitars. So Ellie, when we've been going to Guitar Center, because her godfather was lovely enough to give her a drum set. So we go to Guitar Center, and she's pointed out that she wants a little pink mini guitar. So I was able, the Easter Bunny was able to find one and get it over. And, you know, we, got a, we actually bought a My Little Pony strap for her because she loves My Little Pony. And, like... It took her a moment to realize that that's what she got. She got like a Minecraft Lego set too, but then she got the guitar and she was just, it was, I wish I could describe it where it was like just the look on her face, like how big her eyes got. And she was looking from the guitar to Teresa and me, like trying to explain it. We're like, no, that's yours. Cause she thinks all the guitars are mine. Sure. Nice. She's like, oh, I really got cool. a little pink guitar. And I'm like, no, that's I'm totally so jealous. <laughs> and so it's, it, it was really cool. Like every year I, you know, she puts out a carrot this year. We had like the, this massive, Massive carrot was huge. I couldn't eat the whole thing, or the Easter Bunny could eat the whole thing. <laughs> Smooth, so, so much for keeping up the magic. But it's you know it's 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 really cool to see how she reacts, and it, it was really cool that because it's like she's starting to express interest in music, and as a musician, and having played for as long as I have, it's I want to encourage that, and so it was really cool to be able to use this time of year to be able to to give her that, um, you know. But it's like we we don't just just to to barely touch on it, it's like Easter. Easter for our household is just straight Easter bunny. It's all candy. It's all, 
you know, like you got to be on your big, you got to behave well because the Easter Bunny doesn't, just like Santa Claus doesn't bring things to kids that are bad. It's a kind of a life lesson opportunity. Uh, we don't really bring anything else into it. Um, I mean, there, there's plenty of reasons, and that's a whole other level of discussion, right? Um, you know, but yeah, yeah, probably worth note, and I think we'll get into this maybe somewhere down the road. But uh, it's interesting. I think all three of us as hosts on the Detox podcast, like span the political spectrum we span the religious spectrum right um so i don't know we'll probably get into that yeah. at some point but just yeah. know just know that i am like, i am talking. a scientologist so oh, just, well, we really i am span. going clear this year so okay. so we, right. we span well, really the proud of it, <laughs> we yeah. span the sanity spectrum too jk i'm not that dumb i'm not that dumb sorry but, Scientologist uh, ads. but yeah it's just it's oh speaking of which there's someone on my dream list that i'll talk to you guys about tom cruise he's a scientologist dad yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, sure. If Tom Cruise wants to come on the right. top, if any of you guys know Tom Cruise, get him on. Yeah, so it's, you know, Easter right is just a, it's a really important tweet. <laughs> Tell me to come on the detox. Yeah, there's this podcast with nine episodes you should come on. Totally yeah, come on to totally be a good. totally come on to it. But it's, uh, it, for me, it's just, it's, it's a really cool opportunity to spend time with, with family. I mean, it, friends technically, but I mean, in theory, but it's like, to me, that that's my family. John is our family, our friend Sylvia who came over. She's our family. It's like those are the people that are in our lives that that have an impact on Ellie. And that that to me is the best thing is like celebrating family. And we should do it more often and not for a holiday. But sure. it's just an opportunity to, to tell us like this, the, the relationships, these relationships are important and to express that importance. And, and she's silly and she has no idea what's going on. She just entertains the whole time. But um, plus we have a lot of candy. So much candy. That's always good. I'm diabetic. So much candy. <laughs> so delicious. I love Starburst and Lachy Do you Cappy. guys, when you guys do the Easter Bunny, do you guys leave like footprints? No, but when I, so the Easter Bunny actually writes he, a letter to he her. He eats the carrot. Yeah. He and writes, he writes, a, letter? He, he writes okay. a letter and I try to do it in different handwriting than I normally do. But I, I draw, like his signature is a paw. Okay. So, I was just curious. Because yeah. I've seen, because when, when Easter comes around, you see a lot of people and the different approaches to it. And yeah. so some people do like um, footprints and some people don't. So I was curious. No, that, that's actually a really cool idea. I wish we had started that earlier because that would be really cool. Yeah. To, especially like leading up to Easter. So, yeah. so Joe, that's since cool. you're a different family, what is your approach to Easter? Yeah. Really? So it's really interesting for me. Um, so we, I grew up. Easter was a very religious holiday. You still spend time with family. You still had the Easter meal with ham and, and all the fixings. Kind we of did thing. have ham. Yeah, we had ham. I was in charge of doing the ham this year, and it actually turned out quite well, before if you I do any, say so. Before you go any nice. further, I will yes. say, so we got our ham at, at Aldi. So you wouldn't, you know, I know people don't, aren't familiar with Aldi, but holy shit, that was a good ham. Like, that was that may have been one of the best hams that I've had. It was just mm. like a butt, like a butt cut i don't know what that's really called I know hashtag it's... butt cut because <laughs> they have like got they... a strong contender i like it <laughs> they have like shank um shank cuts or whatever but then mm-hmm. there's a butt a butt cut or whatever usually the, the butt is is yeah. more delicious part of the pig. oh i have another hashtag that i came up with actually before we even started talking about that doesn't this count. that doesn't count it's not no. canon yeah it's not it's not <laughs> See, you, you just messed up. Dude, just forget about it. Don't tell us what it is, yep. and then you can find a way to work it in. Yes, I like, I like that. I like that. Oh, I totally will, because it's actually a term that I use quite a bit. Very nice. When I'm talking... See, you're running it. No, no. But I got the, the ham that Very I got good. was Target brand Archer Farms. And yeah, those are good hams, too. It was really good. Apparently, so we were at Target, Target to buy... Support us. Target. I was, we were at Target. Target. <laughs> if anybody's a Kristen Wiig SNL fan. Target. 
Nope. That's fine. No, that's just fun wig. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, buddy. Nice. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Gift card. Wow. (laughs) No, so I went there and we were in the store looking for hams and there were <laughs> John is giving Galan the side eye for being on his phone and I'm it sorry, cracks I, me up. I, sold, I, I just I, sold I would normally have left that off in, the record. They said it didn't work right, so I'm I feel obligated I just, to I check was laughing I was trying so hard not to laugh at John that I had to bring it up. No. F me. But I went to go get Archer <laughs> Farm ham. The eye of sore on <laughs> Long story short, there were <laughs> there was only one ham available and apparently Archer Farms ham was like Number one or two in Better Home and Gardens, and that's why they couldn't keep it on the shelf. So I was like, oh, well, I'm serving the number one or number two ham in Better hey, Home and Gardens. my ham's better than everyone yeah, else's. No. It was really good, though. Like, it was be- it was the best ham I've had, and I Dude, did I, I barely anything so to it. Now. But I'm not desperate enough to have We Hawaiian have pizza. leftovers in the fridge still. You guys had some good dad ham. Please. It was good. We were hamming <laughs> it up. Hashtag dad ham. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so that was a games. big derail. Yeah, coming back on topic, Easter for me growing up was very, it was religious, it was still a time for family, it was still a time to have the Easter dinner, yeah. eat lunch, whatever. But the, um, we got some candy and we definitely had an Easter egg hunt every year, and that was exciting. And there was candy like just given, like chocolate bunnies, and also candy and eggs. But the Easter bunny never came, that was a foreign concept to me, like, I it. It was not anything I grew up with, um, so much so that one year around Easter, my dad bought a video game system for me and my brother, and the guy at GameStop was like, oh, is this an Easter present? And I went, no. I looked at him weird, like, who would give presents for Easter? Nintendo 64. It was actually an, a Super Nintendo. Oh, wow. Going that back. Wait. They well, Super no, 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 no. We were buying it like retro like we went to oh, okay. GameStop and they had them and we went we've never had an, a okay. Super NES let's do it That's retro your time son yeah it was good we got a WWF so game yes it was a WWF game it was awesome oh, World, <laughs> World Wildlife Foundation <laughs> yeah. Federation, you had to save it? all the pandas or else you didn't win the game <laughs> oh right on it's a great it's a positive <laughs> game there, there, there was one panda that was really <laughs> hidden in the bamboo forest <laughs> yeah. Hillary Clinton get mad at that one I never Cunlan. never never found that one Cunlan. Oh my God. <laughs> nice callback. Uh, so when I met my wife and we were dating and it was around Easter and she said, you know, we talked about it and she was like, yeah, the Easter bunny comes. He brings a basket. There's the stuff. I went, what are you even talking about? She had to educate me on what most people do. I didn't think it was anything bad necessarily. It was just, we. it was like I went to a foreign country and they explained like their culture or like this is like when I like just... I don't know. This is what Guy Fox Day is kind of a thing. If you go to England, like just, oh, this is what people do. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It just was a foreign concept to me. So when it came time to doing stuff for Sylvie, we we're like, let's get stuff for Easter. It was still such a foreign concept to me that I'm like, okay, we can do a basket. I don't really care, but it's weird to me to like have the Easter bunny come like Santa because he never like, that's not something I grew up with. So it's weird to me. So I, we were kind of like, okay, the Easter Bunny can come and bring stuff, mm-hmm. but he's not going to leave a note, not going to do f- paw prints or eat a carrot just because that's weird to me. No, but I'm warming up to the idea as you know, I go along and I see it, but I still probably won't do it. But it, it's just interesting. Yeah, well, one of the things we, we, we do with Ellie is we tell her it's like the Easter Bunny doesn't quite have the budget that uh, Santa Claus does. And so that way she doesn't expect a whole lot. So the whole thing he is like have he's a, a whole rabbit workshop. He with doesn't free labor. He yeah. doesn't have people working for him. Yeah, yeah. he has but, to hand paint all but, the eggs. But he, When's the last time you've seen a job where the, a rabbit's the boss? 
<laughs> be realistic. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> yeah, come on. But no, so it's, it's, it's just you know, it, for us, it's mostly about the candy. Like we sure. try to get the kind of cool. Like we've been um, Target on Cartwheel's been having. We're, we're really plugging Targets for some reason, but they've been having like Orbit sponsor gum. us, please. Um, <laughs> Just, they, they've been having Orbit gum for fifty percent off or whatever with like the Carwell app, and so it, she's been liking Orbit gum more than like the really really sweet normal gum, like Double Bubble or whatever. And so one of the eggs they had this year was chew. a big chew. Wow, bubble or foot uh, bubble tape. Yeah. Um, but like one of the things they had was like a six feet of bubble gum for you, <laughs> not them. It's a, it was an Easter egg that had like three three bags of or three kinds of orbit, but they were like bubble gum, like the fruitier kind. So it was more like kid aimed at kids. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just it's interesting. Like I would love to like the idea of you saying that it's a foreign concept. That's foreign to me. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Easter Bunny totally brought me. John, will remember this. Joe probably won't. The Jetfire Transformer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I nice. don't. Remember. Yeah, like it was basically like so old Transformer for metal, right. and Jetfire was. I think Hasbro owned like the Robotech line. So essentially, Jetfire was a Robotech, like jet, so it could turn into like a jet, a robot, and then like a cool. half jet, half robot. But it was, it was like twelve inches tall. It was a Whoa. massive figure, and it was like hard to find. And some somehow the Easter Bunny managed to get a hold of one. I'm still trying to pull the illusion, like like it's there. I like it. But it's, it's, every it's, every time you say Jetfire, I feel like you're saying Shitfire, and it yeah, cracks me up. Shitfire and save <laughs> matches. Remember, Miss Hardy would say Heckfire and save matches in H E Double L hockey sticks. No, but I believe it. It yeah. bothers me when people anyway, say H E double hockey. Like, just thing. say heck or hell. I don't just don't say that. My favorite thing she ever said is what they featured on the Daily Show. Oh, yeah, Anyways, we had, so by the way, we, we had a high school teacher who is now like on the Texas Board of Education or something. I actually really liked her class. I liked her when when she was my teacher. Yeah, she chastised me one day. So good good on her for being part of the Texas Board of Education. I don't necessarily think that we're aligned in beliefs, but uh good sure. on her for actually doing that and like she was old enough to where she was like she taught my dad, she hated my dad. That's a whole kind of, different story. Kind of funny. Well, we'll yeah. have her on to talk about it. Yeah, yeah I like that. It. Would I would actually be okay with that. That would be a really interesting discussion to go back and be like. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so Easter. So here's the thing: is I know we we talk about it, it's like oh yeah, if you have this story, whatever, email us at the Detox Podcast. But really, like I would love to to hear how you grew up. And I'm sure we all would, but I specifically would love to hear how you grew up versus how you're doing it with your kids. Like, what are you doing differently? How did you grow up versus what you're doing with your kids? Are you carrying on all those traditions? You know, send us a tweet, Facebook message, email. Like, I would love to have that in, in just just to experience what other other families did. Yeah, I will say one thing that I forgot to mention. Um, we also don't do public Easter egg hunts with Sylvie. We did last year. And I, we went to a couple and I just found it kind of a, kind of appalling only because all, first of all, all of the eggs were just out there in a field. And I feel like there's no skill to that. Like for me, an Easter egg hunt was, you got to find it. <laughs> yeah. You got to find that egg wherever it is. And I didn't like that, but also both Easter egg hunts we went to, one was at a church and one was, um, at a university the kids were like it was a bum rush people were like yeah. knocking people over my daughter who was <laughs> not, like who Black was Friday. my daughter who was <laughs> just like yeah, yeah battle no, royale it's like. true my daughter who is 13 months old at the time you know is just learning how to walk my wife is in one of the hunts with her and like she picks up one egg right one egg puts it in her basket some yahoo just steals AKA. it 
bitch. Yeah, this little kid just steals it right out of her basket. Oh, I, who, that, who, I take that back. Who, I take that, no, no, <laughs> no. You retract. said it. It's there. No, oh. but who does that? Yeah. Like, what kid steals an egg out of a little kid's basket that only has one egg? So, like, how low can you get? So after that, we were like, fuck that. Joe, it's all about... No public Easter egg hunts. We're only going to do it here. And I tell you, we had a debate, my wife and I did, when we hit them around the house the night before, you know, when the Easter Bunny came. Yeah. And we were hiding them. I, we were hiding them like... Oh, like, you, had, you had them in the house. Yeah. Well, we did one in the house and we did one in the yard for like okay. the grandparents okay, cool, when the cool. grandparents came right. later. So we did one in the house and I'm hiding them like everywhere. Like little nooks and crannies and my wife says I think this will be too hard and I go no I know my daughter if they're just laid out she will get bored and she will stop doing okay, it yeah and so we came out and she was looking and she found him and when she found him in places that like the egg shouldn't be she laughed so hard and was so excited yeah. and looked forever <laughs> and my wife went I concede you're right and so that to me says all right we need to keep the Easter egg hunts yeah. in-house well one thing that's interesting is so as as the we were hiding the eggs at our house, like John was walking around with me, and we hid one. Like she had like a big wheel, mm-hmm. and I hid one inside the back of the big wheel. And Teresa was like, "Um, Dad, because uh, we, we boiled eggs. This was a boiled egg." She's like, "Oh, we're missing a boiled egg." And I'm like, "Shit, I don't re- I don't remember like where I put it. Like I we gone over all the spaces in the front and the back." And so as we're walking back, John's the one that sides, and he's like, "Oh, it's a, uh, it's here." And I'm like, "Oh shit, I hit that really good. Like I fooled myself. <laughs> I couldn't even remember it." I like it. But yeah, so it, 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 interesting. Easter is great. Like it, I, I love it for the family aspect, but also just the the silliness that comes along with being a kid. So yeah, share your stories. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear them. I will Definitely. read them with fascination, and uh, maybe we'll even share one of the good ones as bonus content on the mm-hmm. on the episode ten. Definitely. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to touch on YouTube. And there's some recent controversy that's been going on. One of the biggest YouTubers out there brought to light some interesting, this interesting channel. I say interesting just to be kind. Um, we'll talk about YouTube in general. But yeah, so it's uh, be prepared to potentially be instant outraged at what we talk about. Galan is jet fired up about this one. Dude, it, I'm, I'm just, just, t- <laughs> just talking about it. I'm pissed off. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back to talk about YouTube kind of in general. But first, we're going to talk about this recent YouTube controversy that, that actually addresses the situation with parents. So I'm going to do my best to stay level-headed and objective about this because it, it really gets me jet-fired up. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> jet-fired. Yeah. So there's a, a YouTube channel out there called Daddy05. Ugh. So it's supposed to be of and O, you know, like O and 5. Right, and, right. Um, and it, it's a prank channel. And so those are really popular. Like prank channels are, there's countless of them, ranging in taste from you know like tastefully done to tasteless, to like there's some where it's like essentially that it almost portrays sexual assault if they weren't actresses like being paid to be a part of this. Right, right, right. Because the vast majority of those are fake or so. Yeah, there's a lot of things. So essentially, there's one of the biggest YouTubers out there, Philip DeFranco. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan just of his of his style of his potential thing. I like his stuff that I've yeah. seen. I haven't yeah, watched like, a lot like, of it. He's he's very articulate. Like it's really cool. But so that's to say, like when he when I saw I've seen two videos that's done by him, and I was really surprised because it was really engaging, and I think because it was very focused on a particular topic. 
Yeah, he um, said some really and, and interesting I, stuff. I saw stuff on Reddit that said that basically he came from a history of, of abuse. And I don't know if that's the case. But that's kind of what this is going to lead into, which is why I get fired up. And why most parents, that if they were to go and watch this, which you can't, and I'll get into why you can't watch the videos, at least not easily, um, in a second. But essentially, like he brought to light that this channel is basically like exploiting their children and like videotaping abuse for views, monetary gain and everything. So the, the, the whole daddy of five is he has five kids and one of them, Cody, which is like the young, like one of the younger kids apparently is like the, the subject of a lot of, of the abuse and Philip DeFranco's video. Like there's one that talks about like, Oh, this, you know, talks about deleted videos. That's really, really good. I'll link it in the video, in the episode description when I, when I put it up, but Essentially, there there are a handful of things. Even Teresa was aware of this because there's one of the big things that he kept going back to was the the dad. There's a video clip of him. So this is a dad pranking his children. Yeah, supposedly pranking in quotes. Dad, dad and mother. Oh, dad. Yeah, and they're, mom. Both, they're and, both involved. Galan sent me the video and, yeah, and the the Philip DeFranco video, and yeah. it was I I will admit it was very hard to watch, but I did watch the whole thing, and it also got me fired up about it because it is just it not only like physical abuse but if the physical abuse is fake as as i'm sure you'll talk about i don't mean to jump the gun but then that leads to emotional abuse so it's like you're definitely doing something there's i mean there's one of the one of the clips that he shows in the video is like the mom basically screaming at the top of her lungs like dropping f-bombs at the kid and it's like and so what, what, what's happened is essentially like the daddy of five guy, like the parents have gone on the defensive saying that it's pranks that the pranks are the kids I did. And, you know, and it's like, I'm sorry, but if you have like an eight year old or however old this kid is, like they don't know when you're screaming at them that that's a prank. And really yeah. that's, that's, that's not what a prank should be. Yep. An eight year old is going to think my parental figure, whether that's their mother, I don't know if it's that they're, they're actually their mother or not. I don't think it is. Um, in fact, I'm pretty sure the mother that's yelling is the stepmom, but it's a kid's not going to understand that that's a prank. There, there's emotional, an emotional response that the kid is, and he does like the kid is invisible distress, and it's like kids are not that great. He has a genuine, yeah, like, I would he, agree with you. He has a genuine, he terrified. Yes, he looks like I am. He he looks like someone who is being gaslit because for those of you that don't know, gaslighting is. When you know something is not reality, but somebody is convincing you so strongly that it is reality that you start to question your own sanity. So he looks like I definitely did not destroy this, whatever it is, but they're telling, they're yelling at me so much that maybe like I'm forgetting something and he looks like he is searching his mind and it is, it is heartbreaking to watch this. But it's like, he's like, why are you yelling at me? There's other videos. Like there's one that like one of the stepbrothers picks him up and body slams him onto the floor and he immediately starts crying. It's like, that's not fake. No. He's not a professional wrestler. Speaking of WWF slash WWE, <laughs> like he doesn't have a wildlife foundation. Yep. Those he, but it's like, even if it was even, the pandas, even if it that bro- is a panda abuse, <laughs> let's not start on panda PETA. abuse. Hashtag panda abuse. Hashtag panda abuse. But it's 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 a terrible hashtag that I'm writing down. Maybe never mind. Even if he were a professional wrestler, it's like the way that he falls on his shoulder, like there's no there's no falling into that. His reaction is genuine. There's another one where it's like the dad encourages one of the kids to slap one of the other kids. That was that was one of the things that Philip DeFranco said. It's like it had been taken down. And that that speaks more volumes to me, the fact that it was taken down. Well though he he deleted so Daddy of Five has deleted all the videos. Oh, okay. But it's like never mind. And, I, and I'm oh. sorry. And it's like I understand we have an explicit warning on the on the front, and I've used the word before, but like, what the fuck is yes. that? 
You don't do is, that. Is that dad thinking is forget that even if it were a prank, it's like, and that's not a fake slap. Like that is a no. slap. Like how do you no. encourage your kids to slap them? It's for monetary gain. But that's yeah. not the, to me that that's not the worst of it. The one of them is like where he 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 shoves the kid down, like into a bookshelf, and then later on in the video, the kid like his pillow's covered in blood, and so like the dad has come on and be like, no, that's red ink, and it's like there's a lot of stuff, and so there's this huge controversy. Like he's like, why is Philip DeFranco attacking our lifestyle? He's ruined this family, and the like the mother of the that kid and the and the girl that got slapped like apparently is trying to. There, there's a whole lot of stuff, and it's there's like a custody. It battle. seems like there's a lot of he said she said. So in right try to get as much of this it's hard to present as much of the story because let me let me just see if i can clarify this real quick please part of the story okay so there's there's this youtube channel and there's these parents that seemingly are exploiting their kids uh and what it looks like is might be some people would consider physical abuse emotional abuse yeah For views, for money, which we have used in in YouTube land translate for original content translates to money. Okay, yep. they had a relatively popular channel. Yeah, I think as under I, think, I want to say seven hundred something fifty thousand subscribers. That sounds about right. Okay, and then so they were, but but still somehow flying under the radar with this until one of YouTube's most popular content creators yeah. chose to <clears throat> to highlight it and call them out on it, and yeah. then yeah. after that. The you're saying the dad that controlled the channel or whatever that's getting called out that's doing these video, questionable videos then mm-hmm. deleted all of the videos. Yes. So that's not questionable to me. At least to me, that's 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 yeah. not questionable at all. It's totally questionable. Yeah. Um. I, you know, like in, in the video, he said that CPS has come out, but it's like someone on Reddit. Like, I'm probably gonna get this wrong, but I think like either their ex or one of their like family members works in like CPS in that area and basically it's like no we're investigating this so and of course it's Reddit so take it for what it is but essentially you have him saying oh no CPS is totally aware of this and they're okay and then you have someone saying it's like no like I'm pretty sure it was the ex it's like my ex works in that and they're investigating it and I will say beyond like whether this is a prank whether it's like whether it's exaggerated whether it's not exaggerated all of that aside what bothers me the most is that you are creating videos that promote this behavior yes whether or not it is real is is beside the point you are you are fostering and openly promoting a environment where abuse physical and verbal and emotional of your children is acceptable and is even profitable. And so how many of those people have taken that and jumped to a very scary level? That's what bothers me the most about all of this. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think whether or not... Yeah, Tim, please temper our outrage. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. But I'm, I'm going to fired see, up. No, I was, <laughs> <laughs> if jet fire could be jet fired, I'd be jet fired, jet fired up. Nice. I okay, like I took it too far. <laughs> I'm firestormed okay. up about this. Ooh, I'm, I'm phoenixed up about this. Whoa! Whoa! You dark okay. phoenixed up about this? Yes. Nice. Please go. Dark I'm sorry, John. I'm dark dirt phoenixed up about this. No. No? No. <laughs> Mystery man. 
<laughs> All oh, right. Anyways, oh. anyways, um, I tip my hat to you, sir. Oh, thank you. Great, great underrated superhero movie, by the <laughs> way. So good. And Dane Cook <laughs> makes a cameo in that, as does Amanda Peet. He's, I'm, I'm he's so, the waffler. I'm so yes. glad that we're Waffle all man, on the same page. I am the comes. waffler. Golden crispy. Bad guys are history. Yeah. And then there's like some theme music. Next. I used to have. Like, I just discovered that Joe has a mutual love of the movie Mystery I Man. do. When I had a MySpace page. That scene was on my homepage. Fell down an elevator shaft <laughs> onto some bullets. <laughs> I own that. I own that movie on HD DVD. That's how much I enjoy it. I oh, dude, love look at that. that movie. I feel like this is a real detox bonding moment. I like right how here. we just derailed it for a mystery yes. man conversation, especially on such a serious conversation. Amanda Peet is like a uh, Miss Period. No, she's. I don't know. She's one of the people. <laughs> that's no, offensive. No, it's not that. No, no, no. She's one of the people that's like um, whichever superhero is like. There's two of the same one. Amanda Peet is one of them. Or it's like I only work one week out of the month. I don't know. I, she might have been by herself, but there was like two that were exactly the same, and they had like a faux Wonder Woman super, Supergirl costume on, yeah. and they like fought amongst themselves. Amanda Pete was that. one of them. Huh. I was trying uh, to see how many I times I could say Amanda Pete. That means I need to. You succeeded, to, uh, whatever your goal was. Pete and repeat. No, six. Fall off a boat. <laughs> anyway, so carry on. No, no, no. I, okay, okay. So going back to what what Joe said is is yeah, it's not. I mean, it would it would be offensive even if they from the get-go were like this is just all fake yes but the fact is whether it's fake or real or not it was being presented as being real yes well and and i think part of it is like his apology is like yes they're fake and it's like his apology is when you you come in and it's like when you have to (laughs) come out and say that there's something just immediately disingenuous to that where it's like you're not apologizing it's like you see it in politics and stuff like that, where and just celebrities, whatever. Where you apologize for something, not because it's wrong, but because <laughs> Dude, you got caught. I yeah. did this. I did this at my work last week to one of my coworkers, <laughs> and I realized that I was doing it. Basically, my whole first apology to this, in quotes, to this person was like. I'm sorry that made you feel that way. Yes. Oh, that, that's, that that's the worst thing to that say. That is the douchiest basi- form of non apology. That's basically what the guy is. He's yeah, yeah. like, I'm sorry, but. It's like that's not a real apology. Well, then it's like I'm sorry, but why is this guy ruining our life? And it's yeah. like it's like well, I think you were doing a bang up job yeah. of ruining everybody's and life before this guy highlighted it. He's so just the, stopping the, the videos abuse. are out there. People saved the videos. They downloaded them. You can find them. I don't want to start a witch hunt on the guy, so it's like I don't want to go out and link them all. But it's well, just, it's, in, in, in all fairness, we don't know. Sure, this is yeah. one side of the story we're yeah. kind of talking and about. I will say, as Philip DeFranco, he does a good job in saying these are allegations. Like, yeah. just yeah, it, but it, but the evidence by it is, itself yeah. is really bad. And so, so here's the thing: is normally damning, like, and, and part of the, I, and I don't. I, I wish I could describe what it is about his normal videos that I don't enjoy. But as he normally talks about five or six subjects, it's kind of it seems a little too random for me. I like but it's him. like, but on this one, it's like he focuses. Go on, in, he's not going to come on yeah. to the podcast yeah. now. <laughs> He's he's very articulate when it comes to describing it. You can see that it is something that he feels very strongly about, and I yep. think that that's that's what I enjoyed from it. It was very engaging. Yes, and it got me fired up, and it got me thinking. So all of that's not to talk about necessarily the controversy. Like we we we've, we've done that a fair amount now, but YouTube is a it is a part of our lives now. We so many videos go there, trailers premiere there. There's special content. They have their own YouTube Red, which is YouTube is a huge part of the internet. Right. Um, you know, it's owned by Google. It's it's massive. There's monetization. People make massive livings off of their YouTube channels. And Ellie has grown up watching YouTube channels. Now, 
part of that, there might be parents out there that say, like, I shouldn't have let my kid watch YouTube. There's been right. tons of educational stuff she's watched. She's learned about blind bags, blind boxes, presentations. It's to the point also that she wants to do her own YouTube channel. We've even filmed some videos where it's Ellie's World. Like, she's talking about popcorn or doing blind boxes or whatever. It's like, and, and she has no idea how to carry a channel. So it's like most of the time I'm asking her questions. Sure. But I realized that this is such a huge part of our lives. People, not just YouTube, but social media, people share their their births on yeah. online. They Whoa, share. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, think That's about it, like weird. when we were at church, like our youth minister, like, I mean, granted, it wasn't like showing the stuff, but. Oh, I thought you were like the birth video. No, no, but it's like. like but but I'm like sure that, he, he had yeah. we, we we saw videos of his wife's birth, but it was from the side. She was completely covered up. But it's like things have been shared, and had there been social media, he, that might have been shared on social media. Right. I mean, I don't think people are getting up there like showing the money shot of like the kid coming out. But there are there are. <laughs> yes, I, I use that term. <laughs> John just turned a shade of red. I don't think I've ever seen him turn. I just think that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's wow. the desirable shot you I think, want to see. I think see. you look like Dr. Zoidberg right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, nice Futurama reference. Yep. Thank you for but acknowledging it this time. But there's that. <laughs> <laughs> you said it before when I talked about being sunburned. I did. I thought I'd bring it back around and yeah. just double down on the reference. Um, but it's, you know, like we, we, we post we post pictures. You know, sometimes people are posting pictures of like their kids in the bathtub with like child yeah. nudity it, and stuff bo- like that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like we yeah. have, we, we are... And especially for millennial parents and even the younger Gen X parents, like we put our lives online. I mean, there are times right. where I was taking every shot of Ellie, like every picture we took, just uploading it to Facebook. Now, I wasn't publicizing it, so I would share right. it privately. Sure, you and weren't then, boosting the post. Yeah, I wasn't boosting that post. <laughs> but it's like I would, I would do it to where it's like you, you can post something to your own timeline where only you can see it, and then I go right. in and I change the publicity or the, the viewability of it, and it doesn't b- throw it onto my timeline. Sure, but. I mean, pictures of her sleeping, changing, different states of undress, because it's like kids walk around in their diapers a lot. Right. We put videos of first steps. We're sharing our kids' lives. And it's like, sometimes I don't think we give any thought to what exactly we're putting out there. We're making our kids YouTube stars and, and putting them out there. And so what I really wanted to do, because the whole Daddy of Five thing brought me to this, like, I want to have a discussion of, like what we think is okay, what we've shared online, what we think is okay. Are there lines like, what are we, you know, when we let our kids do channels, like what are they putting out there that can be used against, against them as bully fuel? Mm-hmm. Where, cause I mean, like bullying is, is a constant state of it's 24 seven now. It's not like when it's constantly we evolving. Yeah. You know? And it's, yeah, it's, it's so different. And what, what, something that you, your kid might put out when they're seven or eight, you know, and they have a YouTube channel with hundreds of videos. Right. Someone will find that, find something embarrassing. And not that kids shouldn't be ridiculed, you know, like shouldn't face some right. sort of ridicule from their from their peers. But it's just, you know, as parents, what are we doing? Right. How are we parenting? Are we that? fueling the fire yeah. or are we like tempering it? We yeah. should be gatekeepers. And it's like, yeah. how do we do that? Like, what are our thoughts, John? You know, and it's, you know, especially like I want John to be able to say, like, no, I think you're overthinking that or whatever. Right. However, he's going to tear my arguments apart. Yeah. Yes, I have PT. You, I have John PTSD but, but from thirty I'm, years of abuse. But I'll be honest. I'm so, so like, sorry. Speaking <laughs> of abuse, I'm sorry, man. It's okay. But it's, I'll be. It comes from a place of love. Galan, it's not your fault. I'll be honest. Don't do this to me, John. Uh, <laughs> not you. It's not your fault. I used to have uh, a Zanga. Best for those of you. 
just throwing a oh, throwback. Me too. Zanga. I had a Zanga. Uh, I had a I, journal. I am oh, not. Nice. I do not endorse any of those posts I had. They're com- like I'm a total 180 of that person, and that is something that I, I actually physically went to delete one day, and I realized that Zanga like did an auto delete of any account that hadn't been logged into for X number of days. That's not a bad thing. No, it's really good. But it was like I thought about that, and I went, I would never have wanted somebody to say, "Hey, you said." Yeah. this one time how do you feel now and i'm like well i don't feel that way now but it's still out there and it's yeah. online and it's there yeah that's it, the important thing and, and so the, dude i don't stand by some of the things i said yesterday <laughs> so what, what we'll do real quick is we're going to take a quick quick break um and then come back and talk about youtube social media what we put out there sharing our kids and stuff like that and and just have it tell you how to find it all yep just kidding. So we'll be back here in a moment All right, YouTube and like social media. So as I mentioned before, like we share a lot of stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. I haven't put any of Ellie's Ellie's World videos on. I posted the the first one for popcorn. I think on Facebook. It was horrible quality. Like the lighting was bad. Like, but she I, was so excited. She was. It's, I liked, it's like I like so, watching because she was so enthusiastic. We actually it. recorded another one where she did a much better job. Where because like she talked about so what it is is there's there's a gourmet popcorn shop in you know local to us. It's by the Target we shop at. We stopped in there and she was so well behaved. He gave her a bag of popcorn, like a snack, like the smallest size of a, sure this confetti popcorn, which is a bunch of different fruit flavors. And she was like, "I want to do a popcorn video," and I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I want to talk about the popcorn." I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, we, we came up with a name like Ellie's World. It's pretty generic, but like she was really excited about it. Sure. And she's like, oh, and so she talked about the different flavors and she thought orange was going to be like bubble gum or something. I'm like, I'm pretty sure orange is going to be orange, right. but we'll get to orange, it. Orange, you glad it isn't bubble gum. The, the, video quali- <laughs> wow. the, the video quality was really bad. So I'm like, let's redo it. But she was so excited to get to it. She just started eating the popcorn. Like she sure. didn't. She didn't go through all the colors. She's like, "Oh, uh, red. I think it's cherry." And she took it. She's like, "Oh, yeah, definitely cherry." <laughs> and I'm like, and in the video, I'm like, "So, <laughs> w- what is red?" And I'm like, "Okay, let's look at. Okay, we're just gonna eat that one." <laughs> and so she was really excited. And about like the Minecraft little blind boxes, she was really excited about that. She's like, she just wants to emulate what she's been watching. Sure, which is 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 cool, and I understand that. Is understandable too. But okay, so and, and I'm partially biased, but it's like my kid is cute. Like I have a cute kid. And the last thing I want to do is, is put a four-year-old out in a public forum that anyone could find. Right. Call me paranoid, whatever. I don't like the idea of someone out there that is into kids in an inappropriate way. Right. Like, getting obsessed with my kid. And it's like, the, the possibilities that happen, that's me being super paranoid. But it's like... I. I'm very hesitant to put that out there. You have a pretty high opinion of your kid. No, I'm just yeah. joking. <laughs> Super high opinion. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, even... I know the interesting thing was, even when we were talking about doing this podcast and everything, there was a question as to whether we would use assumed names or, like, yeah, not right. mention names. Yeah, a name or, like Galan Aldaco. I'm, I'm not hiding. Like, there's not yeah. many of me. There's one. Whole world. Yeah. So, not hard to find. I will say... Um, I have a point I want to make about uh, the Daddy of Five thing real quick, oh, and then ahead. and then I want to segue into what I do with Sylvie. 
Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I, I feel that the problem with YouTube is the same problem you have with a lot of reality TV in so far as the people that are on a lot of reality TV, take a show like Survivor or Big Brother or Amazing Race, whatever you want to take, the people that are not like the most well-known people from that get this very small slice of popularity and then they become attention hungry and they do literally anything they can to get back in the spotlight, whether that's dancing with the stars. Oh God. Or whether it is like selling their clothes on eBay. I saw a guy, um, some people might know Johnny Fairplay. I was about to bring him up. Yes. Someone that, yeah. yeah. So he was on survivor years ago, was a very popular person for the time. Turned that into a little bit of money, went into professional wrestling as like a manager, whatever. He he did a lot of things, but then he couldn't stand with not like couldn't stand not being in the spotlight. So he's done like these awful like TMZ stuff and other things just to stay in the spotlight a little bit. It's gotten so bad to the point that when he and his wife divorced, he sold her ring on eBay as Johnny Fairplay's ex's wedding ring who was like on this other reality show you know up for bid and and it was just a picture of him holding the ring and he thought like that would get a lot of money and it only got like i don't know i I forget it was like 50 bucks it was really sad but the point is to that with youtube you have that a lot these people that are no like nobody knows who they are get a little bit of attention and they do anything to keep that attention and that is a terrible world that we live in, honestly, with regards to that. And some people simply can't. There's another YouTube channel actually really good. It's um, Demolition Ranch, Vet Ranch. Like this guy, he, Demolition Ranch is a bunch of guns. Vet, he like he runs a veterinarian thing. And it's like he even joked, he's like, I love making YouTube videos. But it's like there are people that seem like they can they can handle that attention sure, and some yeah. people that can't. And, and to be honest, like if I, if I were to be a YouTube channel person, like I probably couldn't handle that. I would get, I would get guys. Very... I feel like this is a little disingenuous because we are podcasters no. that try to promote yeah, yeah. our own podcast. But my yes. point, my point being that we're in a culture where literally anybody can do anything. Sure. And or so Ch- when the Chewbacca mom, yeah, like, yeah, no, exactly. She, she posed a video of her doing a, the, the Chewbacca thing and is like, it blew up like 30 minutes of fame over it. Yeah. And so that leads into a place good where for it can, her. she didn't beat her kids I know. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of that we know. Of. Right. I hope she's wearing the mask. If she I don't did. know that the, the whole Chewbacca mask thing might be a little bit of abuse. No, but, a little bit. but my point is that it, it can get to a place where it is unhealthy yes. as this daddy yes. of five thing is. Yes. And that's where it's like, where do you draw the line? Can you draw a line? That being said, Who I just draws the line. Right. Yeah. I wanted to get that out there. It's supposed to be on the other topic. Sorry, before we took the break. Segwaying into what I do with Sylvie. My approach with Sylvie has always been when I post about her on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, whatever, I don't I don't use her name. And I understand that I do mention her name on the podcast. And my wife and I had a conversation about it. And the conversation was such that I wouldn't say anything about Sylvie that I wouldn't say about my wife, Amanda, that that if I think about it, I'm like, would Amanda be embarrassed by this? Yes. Okay. I won't, I won't share that. So I think about would Sylvie be embarrassed about this later? Yes. Okay. I won't share it. So I try and be very mindful of that and share like funny stories or helpful stories. Yeah. And but guys, that's why you don't get any of the juicy details. <laughs> right. Those I, are often. I share everything. But, but just, that's just, that's my approach to it. And so with social media, even though I do on the podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like on social media, there's pictures of her 
And so I just don't share the name. If you want to dig, you can find it, but I'm not going to make it, you know, easy yeah. for anybody because I just, that's my approach. And I feel that that is what's best for her. So if she, later she wants to go in and be like, I don't want anything to do with this. Her name isn't attached to it. Right. We can remove it. Whatever. No harm, no foul. And, and part of my concern. Let's John's see. looking so bored right now. I love no. it. No. no. <laughs> part, he's, part like, of... he's like kids. Ugh. Who wants yeah, them? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, can we change the topic of our podcast? <laughs> can we talk more about that ham, that Easter ham? <laughs> that was good ham. You guys but did try the ham that I made. Yeah, during air. the break, we so tried. Yeah, the verdict is in. It's, it's good. Delicious. Yeah. It's so, delicious. You know, like one of the things, and part of what kind of brought me to want to talk about this is, as I thought it out, um, when Ellie was Ellie, so Ellie loves watching like the the Minecraft parody songs of like different songs or whatever, and they they do little videos and. They get little followings of themselves, and there's this one video of this, I don't know, she's probably 12. She's like, I'm going to do a karaoke version of Girls like girls Know How to Fight, or whatever song it was. It's horrible. Like, it's so off-key. And it's like, I'm pretty certain if any of her schoolmates were to find that and, and have a beef with her... She's gonna get made fun of. Mm. So she's providing. And I feel fuel bad for laughing just now to their to the to like the bullies. <laughs> but it's like, you know, and, and I think she even makes a comment. It's like I know some of you guys have said that I don't I don't do a good job singing. So it's like, kids are fragile. Like especially as they get to yeah. be in the tweens and. I was a fragile kid. God. Yeah, I mean, I'm fragile and everything. Adult. But it's like, thanks for calling me out. But like kids don't. Thanks for calling me out. I'm sorry, everybody. Thanks for calling me out. But it's like kids don't. Hashtag kids, fragile Joe. Fragile Joe. Kids don't have any idea. Like they, they don't have any. Like they don't think things out, and so they may like Ellie right now says like for her friend Ethan says Ethan because she's like every kid she can't say ths sure. But if she puts videos out there and keeps a channel and everything, and they go back and maybe she put out a thousand videos, but they find that one and it's like oh haha you couldn't say and it's like oh. Look at the look at how you pronounce this, and all of a sudden, she may talk completely normal, but it's like that can get under a kid's skin, and it's like, it, it, as a parent, it's my job to encourage her creativity, but at the same time, to limit it, and it's like it, it's really hard to find that line and say, oh yeah, let's put this, we're gonna record these videos, and if I don't put them on, then she's like, where are the videos at? And so it's like it, it becomes like one of those, it's not like an Easter Bunny or kind of thing like lie like that where it's there's harmless. It's like I've been lying to her for years saying no i'm putting your stuff out there you're you know like you're doing a good job and i is i think there's a lot of thought that needs to go into it that you have to think about if you're the gatekeeper this is my suggestion for the strategy just save all of them and when she's 18 you're like here you go or like like yeah. after high school graduation no, that, that's that's that's, that's actually a really valid. good idea. So here's all your stuff. If you want to put it out there, you can. That's no, that's that's very valid. I know some people that take tons of pictures of their kids and they do that. They don't upload any of them, and their goal is to do that. Yep. And I can't, I can't do that because yep. I'm so excited. But I, I try and stop myself at some point. I do, I do think there's like a picture or two out there of like on Facebook and like this is my dump where Ellie's in the bathtub. Mm. But I, I, when I was a kid, did you guys have any embarrassing bathtub photos? I did. I had one, and I literally made my parents rip it up and throw it away because I was so embarrassed by it. I had one that really embarrassed me when I was in like high school, middle school, maybe maybe middle school or whatever. I knew John around this time. I'm interested. Yeah, you know this. Okay, there there is this family that had two daughters that that have been friends with my family for you know since before I was born, um, and they're around. One of the daughters was my age, and one was like a year older. Yeah. And uh, when we were when we were all kids, little kids, 
we they they put us all in a bathtub together. So it's that's like me yeah, and two that's more not girls. A, yeah, that's that's fairly normal. Yeah, yeah, right. But then when they found this photo or whatever when I was in high school and showed it around to some of our mutual friends and stuff, it was embarrassing to me at the time. Right. Like now, I I'm like, yeah, that's the only. Uh, that's the only time in my life I was ever in the bathtub with two nude females, uh, you know. So uh, I, it's like a point of pride for me now. But uh, at the time, it was very embarrassing. Man, you're as good at spinning that as Sean Spicer is. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm just as qualified to be White House press secretary. Hashtag Spicy John. Yeah, but yeah. So that's the whole thing is like, no, it's not a good. Are, are there pictures out that. there that? <laughs> Like things that I, I would be like, oh, I wouldn't be embarrassed by that, but is Ellie going to be embarrassed by that? And it's like, sure. it, it, it's just, it's something that I think parents don't think about when they put stuff online. Is let's say Facebook isn't going anywhere for the next ten years. Of course, that, yeah, that stuff had the potential to be a lot less impactful. Also, oh, back when yeah. we were growing up, yeah. because and, and now it's like, oh, you, you just you right. just go and I want to say that you can take pictures from anybody's profile and you just click download, save, or right click or. Screen capture, print screen, paste it in, in paint. Do it's it very hardly. easy. Yeah. yeah, or snipping tool or whatever. Come on, did you just list like 12 ways that perverts <laughs> yes. can like exploit children? Shit. Yes, he did. Um, but I feel like... I have a unique set of skills. <laughs> I will find you or whatever to take yeah, in. There you go. I like that you're like the lame Liam Neeson right now. Yeah. You're like... Yeah, but you know, lame Lisa, I know all the Facebook tricks. He was like, yeah, like, you know, there's 12 different ways. Actually, I'll find you. Life pro tip. Here, here's a huge one, and you see this on life pro tip list, and it's not necessarily about children, but it's... If you have a cell phone and you haven't disabled location services, your phone takes GPS coordinates of where you're taking those pictures at. So go into your settings, your privacy settings, and disallow that. Because when you post that online, now if you use a site like Imgur or whatever, like it strips it automatically. But other sites, I don't the even know. The average person is not going to use Imgur. Yeah, the average person is not. But it's like, that's the whole thing is. But is the average. I don't Reddit, use Imgur. Is the average Reddit user going to? Yes, yes they are. of course they are. Um, but that's the whole thing is like, go in because. <laughs> You're you're if you're at home. It's like, it's, I think it's my goal on Detox Podcast, which we I mean we already did this time, but I think every episode we just bring up Reddit somehow. It's a big part of our lives. I, I have very strong opinions about Reddit. It is helpful and it is harmful, and that Reddit. is all I will say. I love Reddit. I spend way too much time. Of course, there. you guys do. Um, but it's just the, no, that's it's good. All, it's good. It's great. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's fine. Just, it's life pro tip: like make sure you disable location services from your camera. That way, yes, you're not putting information about your house. The number of kids you have, the the valuables and where they can be found, because so many people post where they live, <laughs> their their. Here's a picture of my secret safe. My favorite, yeah. my favorite thing is my wife sent me before she went out of town. She sent me like twenty tips burglars use to break into your home from ex cons. I went, thank you for making me paranoid before you leave for the weekend. And she's like, oh, I didn't think about that. I went, yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, yeah, way to fail. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, so, so now I'm just like, I'm not sleeping tonight. So it, it's an interesting conversation. So have it with your spouse, your girlfriend, your significant <laughs> I'm other. I'm take up for Amanda, but I'm just going to stay out of it. <laughs> your, the, the mother of your kid, like whoever it is, have that conversation about <laughs> potentially looking at the limits that you do. Because you're talking about making a decision now that can impact your kid for the next 18, 20, 15, however, many, however old they are now. That's a long time impact, and, and nothing yeah. disappears on the internet. If Short you, of like nuclear yeah. war or something, like the internet's and, not going anywhere. And to your point, if you think about that, 
employers right now when you're applying for a job do like a social media search. If this is all still around in like 20 years when they're applying for legit jobs and they find something that might be embarrassing, maybe they're like, ah, they're a kid. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to use it. Or they might go, man, you're awful. Yeah. Denied. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Yeah. There's a lot of conversation they can have around it. So, or maybe they're going to be like, I liked popcorn when I was a kid too. <laughs> yeah. I also thought orange was a bubble gum. So, so hired. Ellie <laughs> Aldaco, you are the new senior VP. Orange bubble gum is pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. Right. Sure. So uh, that's a little bit of a I'll downer. Stamp that. You know, a little serious. But we're gonna we're gonna take a break here. Come back with ask hey. the dads, dad jokes, all of our normal staples that all everyone of America's loves. Favorite yes. segments. Yes. yes, and John's going to bring us in on that one because he's so much more high energy than I am. Yeah, and I, I'm really going to throw these guys a hardball on Ask the Dads, so you don't want to miss it. We are back for America's favorite segment, Ask the Dads. Now, dads, part of being a dad, and we've talked about this, part of the fun of it is uh, figuring out what you enjoyed from your childhood and maybe passing that on, or maybe things that you enjoy right now, passing that on to your kids. Well, uh, I have a question for you. If you could go back to one day in your childhood, which day would you go back to and why? Uh, I was thinking about this earlier, so I will go ahead and say it. It is the day that I went to Disneyland. That was actually a really fond memory. I was five. We were going to California for some business meetings for my dad. It was like he had like business conference for a month. So we went up and while we were in California, he had a day off and he took us to Disneyland. And I'll tell you what, I will never forget it. It started out, I rode like this Dumbo ride, which is like you push the button and like the elephant goes all the way up high, which is not very high, but I was five. So it felt like really high. And at first I didn't want my dad to press the button. And then later I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then we rode other rides. And I'll tell you what, that day was a lot of fun because my family bonded and that was a good time. And I also would like to like remember more of it because I only remember a few rides and it'd be cool to remember more. But yeah, that was a fun time. Right on. I would go back to January 15th of 1990. Whoa. Whoa. Leave it up to you, buddy. I believe 
Um, <laughs> on a lighter note, I would probably go back to sixth grade. That was kind when, of dark, man. I like. I feel like that. Like was a the rest of Golan's topics realize. this episode. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like, but so, so I was like one day Disneyland. Here, here he's like go. broken arm. If there's one day you go back into your childhood and change at all costs, <laughs> what would it but, be? Like, would just be to remember more of Disneyland. His like fix my broken arm. Yeah. So on a more positive thing, which wasn't positive when it happened, but I would go back to sixth grade when I dressed up as a Ninja Turtle and sang Cowabunga in front of the entire school. Just relive that? Because I think that that's something that now, I, I as an adult, I'm like, that's kind of cool that I did that. I got made fun of a lot. And there's one of our classmates that has a, apparently at one point had a VHS of that. Nice. And I thought about sending him a message on Facebook. But I don't, I don't think we graduated on the best of terms, so I haven't. Gotcha. you. Gotcha. There you go. Well, like all right. of Thanks, relationships. <laughs> well, now we're going to move on to America's favorite segment, dad jokes. Nice. I've got a couple. All right, I got a couple. Um, I'll throw one at you. Oh, let's put the standard disclaimer that we may have used all these before, but we can't remember. (laughs) But the best part about dad jokes is that they are retold. Yeah, dads use them over and over and over. Yep. So fair enough. So here's one. Guys, did you hear that the butcher backed up into his meat grinder? No. Yeah, he got a little behind in his work. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. What run? What runs around a soccer field but never moves? I don't know what. What a fence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Dad. <laughs> okay, uh, guys. Why can't Daredevil join the Avengers? Oh, why? Because he can't work with Vision. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> By the way, Daredevil love him, but he's a blind guy whose superpower is to see. <laughs> I, that's Fair not an original thought for, for me, but that's via, via echo location. location. Yeah, I, I, I like, love the I love the like, point that dare like, like Batman bat. should have been Daredevil and Daredevil should have been Batman because bats see with electrolocation. Echo True. location. Oh, fair enough. I think it's kind of funny. Uh, so, guys, why were the Dark Ages the Dark Ages? I don't know why. Why? Too many nights. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to give credit to that one for user the HUD eighteen on Reddit. Once again, yes. Reddit shout out. Um, well, then. What do you call a pig in a pawn shop? I don't know what. A ham hock. <laughs> that is good, sir. Dude, and continuing on with this episode's theme of ham. I like Cur- right. courtesy, again, courtesy of Laffy Taffy. Probably the best source of bad dad jokes yeah. out there. Um, uh, guys, what do you call a snake that measures roughly 3.14 meters? What? A python. Nice, nice. <laughs> I was gonna make a dick joke there, but decided not to because that would not have been realistic or appropriate. <laughs> or appropriate. That's right. All, all right, right. That, that's all I got. Well, okay. Speaking of uh, the best oh, source joke. for bad dad jokes. Yes. So uh, just sit back and listen to this lovely Jonathan dad joke. Uh, I think he actually sent us four of them. So you're in Whoa. quite a treat. Oh, nice. there you go. So a friend of mine asked me the other day uh, if I knew what Sin City was. And I said, yeah, of course, it's Las Vegas, but do you know what density is? And and he said, no. And I said, well, it's mass over volume. I bought my friend an elephant for their room. They said, thank you. I said, don't mention it. What is the difference between a dirty bus stop and a lobster with breast implants? One is a crusty bus station and the other one is a busty crustacean. And my favorite for this time is the man entered his home and he was absolutely delighted when he discovered someone had stolen every lamp in the house. Those so, are some funny dad Yes, yeah, thank you, Jonathan. You uh-huh. are a constant source of 
laughter from our podcast. Once again, and so, I would just like to say, Jonathan, thank you for coming on the last episode, episode eight. And if you haven't checked it out, you are doing a disservice to yourself. You need to check out the autism episode. He was a delight to have on. And he is the, as John would say, the king of all dad jokes. And yes. I had not uh, heard any of those dad jokes he told. Also, by the way, oh, I think there might have been one. Recorded yeah. a pretty funny bonus segment for us. Oh, also. yes. So anyways, check yes. that out if you're on Patreon. Yep. Um, also, uh, oh, that's it for dad jokes, right? That is that, okay, yeah. well then, in that, in that case, it just leaves <laughs> one of America's I love our segments. segues sometimes. Yeah, that was really Was awkward. that it? Was that it? Is that, is that uh, yeah. It, we're, we're professionals. I realized I started by saying, also, wait, are we done? <laughs> it was so dumb. All right, anyways. Do <laughs> That's what we are not professional broadcasters. No, we're not. But we're also not amateurs, so we're like a nice tweener. All right. Wait. Um, is that like <laughs> a taint? Can you add it, edit that out? I almost oh, said yeah. Hey, could you just out. like make this a smooth transition? Can you fix that in I post? Can, oh, I, can, I can totally edit that out. I'm not going to, <laughs> but I could. All right, guys. America's favorite segment, things to check out. This is a segment where we go around the table to suggesting things to you that you should, that we think that are cool that you should check out. They can be dad related or not who would like to start us off this week guys actually i'll start off with a couple so um whoa yeah whoa, i know because it's things it is things, yeah, it is things. Yeah. so speaking of reddit i i actually post uh, from time to time in the subreddit of podcasting so it's like other podcasters again they talk about things and um i got to have that a really interesting a cool subreddit yeah like it got it. really cool so i had a couple of interesting conversations in uh one of the threads that i started and um one of them, so the, this is one podcast. This one's actually interesting. So for our our handful of UK listeners, this is actually a UK-based podcast um, called Car Journey Conversations. And at Twitter, they're at, at Car Journey Convo. And essentially, like, they just, I think they just have a phone in their car, like, recording kind of a focused conversation. Um, it, it's and it just kind of random subjects, but it's really interesting, like, so one of the things we try to do with our podcast is kind of have, you know, glimpses of like conversations that friends would have, but this is truly like an ongoing conversation in the car. Like you can hear like the, the car noise and the, the blinker turn on, um, and everything that was actually pretty, uh, it was pretty cool. And, um, now I'm trying to find the other one because it's a, it, the, the podcast is called beer and Sh, so S H H. And they're actually the ones that suggested, um, in the conversation suggested the two beers that, that I tried today with the Deschutes Pacific Wonderland Lager and because they, they suggested using or trying something from Deschutes and then the uh, Mama's Little Yellow Pills because they suggested Oscar Blues um, Brewery because they, they do a, a, a craft beer podcast. Um, and it, it, at, at Twitter, it is B-A-O-S. So uh, I think beer and other, other shit. But it's what it's supposed to stand for. But B A B A O S podcast on social, and then beer and other sh on iTunes. Um, so if you're into craft beer, and I know that there there are a number because craft beer is really popular. There are a number of podcasts out there, but um, it was cool to have a converse, just a quick conversation with them. So again, uh, the the car conversation um, and the beer and other sh. Those are the two you should check those podcasts out. They're pretty cool. Cool, man. I also wanted to recommend a podcast. Uh, now, this one's done by uh, actually professional comedic or comedians or comedic actors, but and you can hear it on the Airwolf Network. But have you guys ever listened to How Did This Get Made? 
I, I have listened. I actually, I, I have listened to that one. Yeah, that podcast is really funny. It's hosted by Paul Shear, June Diane Rayfield, and Jason Manzukis, and then they'll also have on which you you would know two of those guys are regulars on that FX show, The League, or were I don't know if that show has ended at this point. I feel like it's I still, think it's still on. Okay, so uh, anyways, and then. Uh, June Dan Rayfield is also I'm maybe mispronouncing her last name, but she's been on that show and she's you've probably seen her in a lot of things. But they'll have on um, a lot of times they'll have on like a comedic actor or comedian as a guest, and what it is is like they'll they'll do like these one point or these point five episodes in between their main episodes where they'll let you know the next movie they're going to cover, and then the actual episodes are they've all watched some sort of movie that generally is like a pretty terrible movie and then the whole podcast is them kind of walking through it talking about how terrible it is and why and and so the whole person you know is like how this even get made that's awesome um but anyways check it out it's really funny recently i just listened to the episode about stephen king's sleepwalkers and uh it was, <laughs> oh, the cat people movie yeah exactly that's that's, it's, 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 i really it's, thought when you said how does it get made it was going to be like this, how's it made like how's it made like yeah like discovery how, how show or whatever made, learning or, channel yeah. but no it's like how, how did this get made? made yeah how did this even get made like, they've, they've who had, approved this <laughs> they've had a couple of things like a couple of opportunities to actually actually talk to the people that were involved in the production of those movies or have them on as guests sometimes. And it's, so it's, it's pretty funny. So uh, check it out. Very nice. Um, so I have two that I'm going to recommend. Uh, first Ooh. of all, well, I just felt, I felt the need to do two since you had two. The first thing I'm going to recommend, I am going to give a shout out to Eric Reichenbach. If you like our detox logo, he designed it. So hey, you thanks Eric. Yes, yeah. Thanks, thank you, Eric. Eric. Uh, long overdue shout out. My bad. Um, but he designed our logo. Uh, if you like it and you are interested in uh, approaching him with freelance work, he does freelance work. He does comics. He was on the show Survivor two times. Uh, both instances of fans versus favorites was the title of the season. Um, so you can check him out on Twitter at he changed his Twitter handle. It used to be something really easy. And now it's not. It's Eric Reichenbach, but the instead of an A, it has the number four. So it's E R I K R E I C H E N B, the number four, C H, whatever. If you just look Eric Reichenbach Survivor Twitter, he does comics, he does freelance work. You can check him out. I love our logo. Yeah, it's good stuff. If you like it, you should approach him. If you don't, well, screw you. Well, he also did the the blog he used to have too. Yes, so he did the I used to do that. a blog, and he did the logo for that, and yep. it was it was good. And he's he's very easy to work with, and he will do many different options and yeah. redesigns until you are satisfied. And we did a couple back and forth with him. It was very easy to do, and he gives you all the different sizes, so you should check him out. Yep. The other thing that I wanted to recommend is also a podcast. Ah, surprise, surprise! It's called S Town. Recommending a lot of podcasts yes. today. Uh, I hope they recommend us. They're not going to. Oh, that's why. That, and guys, that's why we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's called S-Town. So if you're a fan of This American Life or Serial, the producers of that produced this podcast, S-Town. And unlike Serial and This American Life, they released all seven episodes of the podcast at once so you could binge it. So I did. It is phenomenal. The premise of it, Brian Reed, who is a producer on This American Life, interviews this guy john b mclemore because he emails him and says i think there's been a murder that's been covered up in my town in alabama the s town stands for shit town which is the subject of the email they sends to him i'm john b mclemore from shit town alabama and that's how it gets started you originally think it's going to be a murder mystery similar along the lines of serial but then it evolves into a character 
like a character study of an individual in this town in America. And it is wildly fascinating. It's like a cross between Serial and This American Life. It's only seven episodes. I recommend checking it out. That sounds awesome. I will be checking that out. It is good. Well, I think that does it for things to check out. America, your your appetite for your favorite subjects has been satiated. Yes. You know, I, I Why do you guys just, let me talk? I was just looking at the numbers sure. and none of these none of America's favorite segments here even rank above five uh in Canadian favorites. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Uh, you just offended our, our handful of Canadian listeners. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, Mike our Canadian Reynolds. dads are great. Yes, but oh, I, I'm just are. saying, I can't, I can't also make the claim that these are Canadians. That is, that is you could say segments. North America's favorite segments, and then you would cover both Canada and Mexico. All right, maybe we'll start doing that. We yes. should. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to go multinational. All right. <laughs> Guys, at the end of every, every episode. <laughs> I'm not editing that either. <laughs> I love how wow. this is amazing, and we got it. I didn't think we were gonna get the Galan laugh. We finally got it. I'm trying to be mindful of guys. Sylvie. At the end of every episode, we like to vote. Just go around the table and vote on the actual official episode hashtag. Oh, okay, I thought I thought we were gonna pat ourselves on the back again. I was like, why are we doing this? No, I don't. Okay. Think, you know, honestly, I don't think we earned it today. <laughs> That's that's pretty fair. Right. <laughs> uh, hashtag butt cut. Hashtag dad ham. Hashtag jet fired. Hashtag panda abuse. No, panda abuse. Panda abuse. It's combined, yeah. Hashtag fragile Joe. Galan, what should be the official hashtag dad, for this episode? butt cut. Uh, butt Joe. cut. I second that. All right. I'm going to go hashtag dad ham, but... I'm overruled. Hashtag butt cut is also amazing. Therefore, that will be the official hashtag for this episode. I have to. Like, I love Jet Fired, but I was like, no. Butt I, cut I think made I, me I, stop and laugh I think at I, it. I think I may have to just do both as, as the winning, because those are both funny. Which ones? That's cool. You can throw it butt, out as an butt cut uh, honorable uh, mention. I mean, you guys, yeah. clearly I was outvoted, and that's all right. But no, but, <laughs> like, but, but Dad Ham is actually, it's very fitting. So, guys, we have hopefully um, our next two episodes. If everything goes according to plan, we're going to have some cool guests on, um, which we can't. Yeah, really. and actually, no. Like, so the one of the the, the, the I'm going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> Do it. The, the the guest that's two episodes away, we're going to leave as a surprise. It's a pretty big guest for us. Like, we are yeah, we're pretty over the it. moon about it. But another really cool guest is our next episode. We are going to um, have in in studio. Uh, a man by the name of Todd Pipes. Now, Joe, who is that? Yes, so you might remember him. He is the lead singer of a band called Deep Blue Something. If you don't remember the band name, you might remember their hit single from the 90s, Breakfast at Tiffany's. That was big. It blew up the airwaves, and it is still played all across different media today. So he is a guy that I actually taught with. I taught high school theater for a year, and I taught with him did not know who he was at the time. So he's going to be in studio to talk about uh, being in a band that was pretty roughly big at the time before being a dad and then reuniting the band after being a dad and also teaching his kids, being a dad to them. How does he balance that with being a musician? All of that is going to be a really exciting conversation. And actually one of the coolest things that I look forward to talking to him about is the fact that he was a teacher and it's like yep. touching kids and, and impacting Whoa. kids' life in that <laughs> 
Wow. wow. I was I was trying to leave it alone. Wow. But, but Im- impacting kids that way. Because I know that there have been a couple of teachers throughout my that, that were big impacts on my life. So I, I really look forward to, to, to talking to someone in that capacity. It's going to be good. So. All right. So, guys, thanks for listening. Hashtag butt cut. Uh, hashtag dad be him. a better dad. Oh, hashtag dad him. Yes. And we will see you guys next time. Get jet fired up. <laughs> Shout out and special thanks to Justin and John for supporting the Detox Podcast. Thanks so much, guys.